Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 121. And I always love to start the podcast just by saying thank you. Feel so blessed with this podcast. Uh, it feels crazy to me that we've got 121 episodes. We release an episode every week. And I wouldn't have got the success and the reach that we have with this podcast without my amazing co-host introducing the stunning, the, the beautiful, the healer extraordinaire, and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stace, do you want to introduce yourself? And you know I've got to do that, right? It's like uh, just the thing I do every week to you now, you know? And it's true. You're an amazing healer, and I'm glad to have you on board. Stace, can you introduce yourself? Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, my name is Stacy. I'm an intuitive. I do readings for people from around the world. I'm an Akashic record reader. I'm a spiritual coach and mentor. Namesh and I have an absolutely life-changing mentorship program that we have utilized to help people in all different walks of life who are experiencing a spiritual awakening. I'm also a recently published author. My book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender, is available on Amazon and Audible. Really looking forward to this conversation today. Thank you, Stace. Hi, everybody. I'm Nims. I'm also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, and a spiritual coach and mentor. And, you know, as, as I say every week, I just love the work that we get to do. We get to do. Um, I left a corporate role to focus on creating the healing side and really kind of raising the consciousness of the planet, kind of what I'm here to do. And I really do feel that we're all being pushed to you know, close our karmic cycles, really kind of focus on who we are and shine our beautiful light. So I love, love the work that we do. I, I really do feel right now it's it's a time where we're all kind of going through some sort of upgrade. And I love the fact that we can support people while they're going through that, through this podcast. And Stacey also mentioned the mentorship program we do, as well as reading Akashic Records and, and training people on Akashic Records. So if there's anything we say or do, and if our voice resonates, reach out. You can always book a free discovery call to find out more about our mentorship program. We love it. It's changing lives. So yeah, reach out. We'd love to work with you. You know, everything I was saying about the current energy is really what drove us to pick this topic. Um, as I've mentioned before, we we pick the topics in advance, but we don't plan. We don't kind of script out what we're going to say. We just, we, we love to kind of channel whatever comes through. And this topic, actually, the topic itself feels like it's channeled. And, you know, the topic is what is what does it mean to be authentic on your spiritual journey? I love that topic. And I guess, you know, if I was to start talking about it, it's um, so often we compare ourselves to other people, you know, especially on the spiritual journey. Oh, I wish I could be as spiritually powerful as that person. I wish I could channel like that person. You know, I wish I knew what my destiny was, my purpose was all this sort of stuff we talk about and it's a good, it's a really good reminder to say that we're, we're a soul having a unique experience. And what does that mean? It means that we're all unique. It means our gifts are unique. It means how we receive messages are unique. And, you know, comparison is really, you're doing yourself an injustice. And so as we delve into this topic of, of being authentic on your, on your spiritual journey, it really, you know, it's important to really understand you. It's really important to focus on your journey and understand that you're exactly where you're meant to be. And so often we focus on where we are getting somewhere. You know, it's like 
once I start to receive messages, then I'll be much happier. When I start to understand my purpose, I'll be much happier. We, If we've learned anything over the last few years, we've learned that really we don't have as much control on our long term as we think we do. We, we have control on this moment. We have control on how we feel and the beauty and the love in this moment. But how much control do we have on the journey? And really it's about, if you're a soul having a human experience, it's about the human experience. It's about living in the moment by moment. Because if we could appreciate the joy, the beauty, the love in this moment, then the next moment becomes better. The next moment becomes better. So really for me to be authentic on the spiritual journey for us to summarize is to understand you're on a unique journey and to respect and trust your journey and to focus on this moment. Because the journey is really about magic moments and taking each moment at a time instead of focusing on trying to get somewhere. Because when you're trying to get somewhere, you miss the beauty of the journey of getting there. So I guess that's how I'd introduce it. And Stace, I'd love to hear, you know, how, how would you introduce and what does what does it mean to you to be authentic on your spiritual journey? So I think it's super important when we're having a conversation about honoring your authentic self to ask the question, what is authenticity? And I would say for me, authenticity is being the version of you that feels most aligned with your vision of who you were created to be. I believe that that comes from an exploration of who you are. And it's so interesting because um, as I reflect on my journey over the last several years, um, I almost feel that it is a deep heart-centered conviction in who you are. So when we set aside who we're expected to be by the other people in our lives, when we set aside um, the roles that we play and we strip all those things away, who are we at the core of our being? And sometimes I believe the process to getting there can be a little uncomfortable, right? Like we, um, I, 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 the perfect example I have is I became a mom really young. I had my first daughter when I was in my very early twenties and I took on the identity of a mother. And now like, I just have one little girl who's at home 50% of the time with me. I share custody with her dad. And so I'm not in mom mode like I once was all the time. And I kind of went through like a little bit of an identity crisis. Like, okay, who is Stacy? Who is Stacy when she's not a mom? Who is Stacy when she's not a wife? Who is Stacy when she's not a friend or a sister or a daughter? And I identified with those roles for such a long time. And in this season, it has been really significant for me to turn inward and really understand who I am how I'm showing up in the world and what I need. And I would say I'm still uncovering that NIMS. I, I think it's kind of a, a, a process that we go through that's evolutionary, yeah, for sure. right? It's not like you get to a space and you're like, this is me. I mean, if someone had asked me who I was just two or three years ago, um, I felt authentic in that space. 
but it was very different than the space that I'm in now. So to me, it's this constant growth and evolution, but it's something that we have to take the time to explore, right? We have to take the time to get to know ourselves the way that we would get to know a new friend and really understand what's driving us, what's motivating us, what's moving us forward. And it has been a process for me. I think another part of this that's really important is once you understand authenticity is to understand um, the pressures that we face from the outside world, right? So whether it's the pressure of a partnership, like boyfriend, girlfriend, um, married, whether it's um, the pressure of being a mom, whether it's the the pressure of being a daughter or wh whatever roles we play, I feel like sometimes those roles overtake what we feel about ourselves and we can get caught up in that. So I think it's really important to understand like those pressures that we're under and how do you find the balance between showing up for the people that you love and care for in your life and showing up for yourself. And sometimes those things can get clouded, don't you think? Yeah, no, 100%. And it is, I mean, how often do we do we lead a program life? How often do we mold ourselves because you know, of, ex of societal expectations or the expectations of our loved ones? And, you know, is that really what our loved ones want? You know, so let me ask our listeners, you know, if you think about um, the people in your life, how authentic are you being in your relationships with them? How much of how much of it is is programmed? How much are you, in terms of your partner, you know, if you if you have a, a, a partner in that kind of way, how much are you changing who you are to fit in into their world? I mean, obviously, you're both going to evolve. There's a partnership. You're going to learn from each other, and you're going to grow together. But if I challenge you and really ask you the question. How are you in your relationships? How authentic are you being? Because really looking in the mirror and having an honest conversation with yourself is, is a great place to start. I mean, I think of my journey in terms of I've never really felt like I belonged anywhere. And, you know, in terms of standard way of, of living, I guess, you know, getting married, having a couple of kids, all that rest of stuff, that wasn't my path. And for so long, there was a part of me wondering, well, why is that not my path? You know, why, why, why am I not allowed to 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 lead a normal, perceptibly normal life? And um, I kind of came to realize that actually, I'm not meant to belong. So, me trying to lead a normal, a so-called normal life, was me trying to follow some sort of program, as if I was supposed to do things a certain way. And if I'm meant to do something that is different on this planet, um, then maybe I'm not meant to live a program life. So that's really a good place to start in terms of looking at yourself and looking at what drives you. Is it, I mean, if you have kids, how are you, how are you raising your kids? Are you raising your kids the same way you were raised? Are you raising the opposite? Or are you choosing how to raise your kids? It's a really interesting question because once you start understanding your programming, you start understanding so much more about you because there's stages in terms of healing, there's stages in terms of really kind of being authentic. And the first stage is always awareness. 
And how do you get to being aware? You get to being aware by really asking yourself some deep questions in terms of who you are, what drives you on a regular basis, what your relationships are like, and, and asking yourself, are you really being authentic? And that increases your awareness. It opens up something in you that, that allows you to become aware. And for a while, that probably sustains you on your journey because you start to be proud of yourself. Yeah, okay, I know why I'm always doing things, right? I, I know why I do this, and that's great. But eventually, awareness on its own is super frustrating because you you know that you're doing things that are not driving you on being authentic. So there's a part of you that starts to resent it. So after awareness comes acceptance because you have to accept who you are. You haven't got a time machine. So if you've been doing something that isn't authentic for a while, you can't change it. You have to accept who you are in this moment. And there's power in that. And once you become aware, once you accept, then you get to choose what you want to do next. And I'd always recommend love. So, you know, awareness, acceptance, and loving yourself. And then from that space of love, deciding how you want to change. It really is about accepting you are on a unique journey. Accepting you for all your, your quirks, your unique qualities that make you who you are. If you're molding yourself so that somebody else falls in love with you or somebody, you're not being authentic. And again, when you start shining your light, when you start being your unique self, there's something that happens to you and the people around you because you're shining your unique light. And your light becomes so much brighter and you connect to why you're here. Your gifts start to open up. So Stacey, you, you raise a really good point in terms of, you know, our expectations and being authentic to our spiritual journey changes and evolves. Who I was 10 years ago in terms of, you know, who, what I was looking for and what I, what I want now in my journey is different and that's okay. But all we can focus on is what do we want in today's world? What do we, what, who are we authentic? Who are we being? And are we living an authentic life in today's world? In a space, I think about the mentorship program we do, and I just love it because what part of it, and certainly the beginning part of it is we help people become aware of who they are. And I really do believe that we, we guide people to live and being authentic and truly connect to their purpose and their gifts. And that's why I get excited about this sort of topic because it's kind of what we do is guiding people on their spiritual journey to be authentically themselves. Because when you're authentic, you're beautiful. You have such a beautiful light because you're being who you're meant to be. You're being who God created you to be. Stace, how do you feel about? Well, I, I was just going to say, like, I feel like there's a factor to this that makes people really uncomfortable. And you know me, I have to bring up the uncomfortable. Um. I, I really believe that in order for us to be authentic, we have to have vulnerability. And that word, I think like I can, I can picture some of our listeners like cringing when I say that, right? Like, oh my gosh, I have to be vulnerable. But I really believe that it's true. You know, um, I've talked on this podcast about what happened with my son several years ago and, um, one of the the things that happened to me after everything with him, like one of the results was that I feel like I wear my heart on the outside of my chest. Like I don't know any other way to be being open and vulnerable. 
And I think in the world that we live in, sometimes vulnerability can be looked at as a weakness, but I actually feel that vulnerability is our greatest superpower because when we're open about where we are, regardless of how far along you are in the journey, when we're open about where we are now, today in this space, that's the space where we can really activate our authentic selves, right? When we're vulnerable and we're expressing ourselves in an open way, it allows us to connect more with who we were innately created to be. Not who we wanna be, not who we thought we were, not who we're expected to be, but exactly who we were divinely created to be. Now, question is, once you're vulnerable and you're open about the desire to be living authentically, how do you get there? Like, what do you, what do you do with that? And that's where I feel like our daily practices come into play because you can't be connected with your authentic self by running on automatic pilot every day, right? There has to be a daily intentional commitment to showing up as the most authentic version of yourself. And I know that we talk a lot on this podcast about your self-care routine, about your daily habits, but when you're really wanting to live authentically and you're in a space of being vulnerable, the action steps that you take really matter, right? Those things that you do on a day-to-day basis make a difference. And I would say for anybody on this journey saying, you know what, I'm sick and tired of living for everybody else. I now know I have to live for me. I have to act for me. You're being open and vulnerable and saying what your desire is, but now you need a plan of action. And it's interesting because we had an interaction with a client, potential client this morning. And um, she was saying, you know, I feel like I'm meant for more, but I'm not sure what that is. I'm not sure what that looks like. So she's taken the step to vulnerably say, I don't really know what's meant for me. But my advice to her in that was, what are you doing daily to connect with yourself so that you can get to know this version of yourself? For me, one of the greatest practices that that I feel has helped me to live authentically is my writing time, my journaling time when I can turn inward to my journal and share my thoughts and process my emotions, that gives me more of an awareness of checking in with myself and understanding what I feel about what's happening around me, how I feel about the interactions that I'm having with people. And that daily practice gives me the opportunity to check in with myself. And I feel like in order to live authentically, especially with all the noise that we have in the world coming at us every minute of the day, that quiet time is the space for introspection and for clarity. And from that space, we can take our vulnerability and turn it into a superpower. I love it. I love it. Stace, I have to give you a dues. You're... Um... Your ability to be vulnerable is 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 definitely a superpower. I mean, that's that's how we met, right? You were on Clubhouse, and if you haven't heard us before, we talk about Clubhouse. It's a social media app where we met, 
And, you know, if I give you that story quickly, it's you, you were on stage talking about your story. Um, and on Clubhouse, you can choose to speak or you can just choose to listen. And that day I was driving and I was choosing just to listen. And Stacey, you shared your story so vulnerably and you shared it from your heart that I just felt I had to come on stage and just say, well done, because I don't really, you don't always hear people sharing so vulnerably and from the heart. And that's kind of what started our connection, right? So, but I couldn't agree with more. Being authentic and being vulnerable, you know, we're all on this journey and it's um, it's a continuous journey. We're not getting anywhere. We're always going to be, we're always going to be improving and working and, if anyone says they're healed or they're 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 you know they're complete on their journey, whatever that looks like, I'll kind of challenge them a little bit because I really believe that things come up when we're ready to heal them, when we're able to heal them, and um, you know it's it's a journey. We're always working, we're always healing, and you know we we share quite a lot on this podcast, and you know I know I'm a work in progress, right? I know there's things I've got to work on. You know I am. Um, I've spent a lot of time working on my spiritual energy and my, my connection to my guides. And, you know, then recently I realized that um, somehow I've neglected my, no, neglected maybe the wrong word. I haven't looked after my physical body as well as I have my other bodies. And um, I'm sharing that just because I want to show you an example of being authentic and speaking my truth. Sure, I've done something about it. I've now got a personal trainer. I'm working on it, et cetera. But, you know, when you're being authentic, part of it is speaking your truth. And when we look at social media and everything that people share and, you know, I, I remember Sidra used to call, Sidra's my mentor, um, that is no longer in this realm that I've talked about much in this podcast, but she always used to call Facebook fake book because you see a version of your life on there. You don't see the true behind the scenes. And I really believe we need more people on this planet to share their story good and bad and who decides what's good or bad you know and it's just you've got to share who you are and what you're going through because what if that helps one person and i i've kind of shared as much as i'm you know as, as much as i can on any I, I don't mind you know if somebody wants to ask me a question i'll answer it as authentically as i can and i'll always use a statement you know what other people think of me is none of my business Sometimes I'll add a swear word into that, but I won't on this this occasion. Because it's true. I can't control what other people think of me. On this podcast, if you hear any, and what I say resonates, great. If it doesn't, okay, that's your decision. I can't control that. All I can control is me sharing authentically and, you know, being aware of what my intention is, what my what my energy is, and sharing as authentically as I can. And me sharing from the heart. And if what I say triggers something in you, then that is an opportunity for you to heal. And I'm sure there's people listening to this podcast thinking, well, you guys, you know, sure you're sharing what, what your version is, but you don't understand what I'm going through. And actually, honestly, we don't. But some of the things we share, like Stacey was talking about having a self-care routine, that's the basis of any spiritual journey because... You know, how often do we go for a reading or we go somewhere and we kind of want to be fixed? We have to do the work, right? We need to do the things that we need to do. And having a strong, strong self-care routine gives you a really strong foundation to build upon. So, you know, if the self-care routine includes 
meditation, some sort of physical activity, walking, running, etc., and things like uh, journaling, mirror work, that gives you a really strong foundation to connect with you. And really, part of being authentic is listening to your intuition, listening to your energy, your vibration, connecting with your guides, and trusting you, because you'll hear me say often, everything you need is inside you, all the love, all the answers, all the all, all, everything you look for is inside you. And you know, so often we look for love outside ourselves. You know, we look for love in a relationship. And, but actually the love that we seek is inside us. If we truly love ourselves, then any love that we get externally is a bonus. Complements you rather than completes you. And so for me, being authentic and partly being authentic, yes, being vulnerable, being honest, sharing your truth, but understanding that everything you need is inside you, listening to your intuition, listening to your messages, and really not focusing on what other people think. Because how often do we get wrapped around, oh my God, why? I wonder what that person thinks. Why did they say that? And we'd wrap around, or why did I say that? Why did they react? Or I upset this person, I don't want to upset them. And we wrap around ourselves around what someone else thinks. And then we end up changing something and we end up, when that person's probably already moved on because they maybe have something else going on in their life or, or, or whatever that may be. And we can't control what other people, but if we are truly authentic, come from a place of love, then there's power in that. And if someone else gets triggered, what if that's what you were meant to do? Because I know when I first started, when I first met Stacy and we were on Clubhouse, I would go into her rooms and I would ask expansive questions. And, you know, sometimes she'd start crying and, you know, because we'd go deep on the conversation. And yes, that part of me would feel bad. But there's also a part of me that was okay with it because I know I'm a natural expander. I know that my voice is meant to challenge people in the way they think and expand in some kind of way. And that is what it is, right? It's my role. And I guess the other part of it is also accepting who you are. So I've, I've accepted my role as expander and I've accepted sometimes I'll ask deep questions because I really want to, my role here isn't to be liked. My role here is to is to guide people to truly shine their light. And sometimes that means I will expand people. And Stace, let me ask you, as you've been authentic and as you're sharing so vulnerably, who are you? What what's what's your journey? What's your how do you feel about where you are right now in in terms of living authentically? I feel like this is such a loaded question. <laughs> I haven't, you know, you, you know me, I love to ask you these expensive questions and, you know, you love putting me on the spot and I just felt this question was perfect for you. Um, so I would say that I am in a very introspective phase of my journey where I'm taking inventory of all areas of my life, my work life, my home life, my relationships. And I'm really dialed in on being true to myself. I feel like this season for me has been change upon change upon change. And when a change, significant life change happens, it takes some time for the dust to settle but I've had like several massive life shifts, right? I went through a divorce. 
selling my home, moving twice, writing a book and changing careers all within the span of a short couple of years. And as the dust is settling, I'm looking at all those things and asking myself some deeper questions. You know, for example, um, thinking about myself as a partner and taking responsibility for my actions that contributed to the end of my relationship so that I don't carry those same things into the next phase of my journey. Um, I have developed some really strong connections with my children. And I believe that the more that I am true to my authentic self, the more I can show up in all of those areas as me and allow those relationships to develop. And I feel like I am a better person for taking this journey. I would say today in this moment, um, I sometimes struggle with the boundaries that are required in order for me to be true to myself. Meaning there's expectations from the people in our lives that we show up in a certain way. It just is. We all do it, right? We all think, okay, well, this person should do this for me, or this should happen this way, right? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. And I definitely feel the weight of that right now, that people have expectations of me in a certain way to be a certain way. And I've had to really practice the pause in evaluating, am I good with how I'm showing up? Am I clear on who I am? It is going to be a lifelong journey of, for me to get to know myself, especially with constant change, right? The, things are always changing and evolving. And so in this part of the journey, I would say I am more confident and peaceful with who I am than I've ever been before, but I know there's still room to grow. I know there's still work to be done. What about you? Wow, I love that answer. Um, actually, let's just expand on and next let people know what practice supposes because you mentioned it. Um, practice supposes, you know, humanly we a human a natural human reaction to being attacked, etc. is 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 a reaction. So it's to it's to either attack, defend, retreat. But when we practice the pause, we pause. And when you pause and you breathe and you don't react straight away, you get to respond. So instead of reacting, which is primal, you get to respond from a more place of your heart. And that's really, you know, it's, it's a great practice. We'd always recommend it. Um, you know, and part of what you said is so important, reflecting on personal experiences. You know, we judge ourselves so much. Um, but ultimately, I'm a big believer that everything that happens to us does serve us in some kind of way. It is the universe trying to expand us. So, you know, another piece of advice is to reflect on a personal experience. Um, and you asked me about me. You know, I, I've shared on this podcast that, what was it, about a month ago, I left a, you know, very senior corporate role um, to to focus on what I'm here to do. 
And honestly, it's been a journey of really kind of discovering who I am because if you'd asked me 10 years ago, who I was in the corporate world would, would be part of who I define myself as, right? In terms of, you know, wanting to be very senior, have a senior director role and all the rest of it. Um, that would have been part of who I am. Um, and, you know, when I left the corporate world, it is, um, it was like removing my safety net because it was, you know, for a while I saw the corporate world as a way of funding my dreams. It allowed me to create the hitting side that we've, that, that we've been creating. But now that safety blanket is gone, right? And it's kind of like, it leaves you a little vulnerable, but I know I've been authentic by leaving the corporate world. Some people probably think I'm crazy. Um, and honestly, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, the role I left, I would have been very proud of having that role. But it wasn't me being authentic anymore. So it was, in some ways, it was it was, it was was eating me up alive inside because you know, I'd, I'd be doing readings, I'd be doing mentorship, and I'd be doing what I love doing, and then I'd be going on corporate calls. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't sitting well with me inside. So I knew the timing was right. Maybe I took a bit longer than he did. But that was me being authentic. Me being authentic myself and doing what I'm here to do is, is it just felt super right to me. Now, like I said, 10 years ago, me being authentic was being authentic in the corporate world. But me being authentic to me right now and how well I know me was actually me focused on the healing side and you know, doing this podcast, the mentorship program, public speaking, and the rest of it is really what 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 lights me up inside. You know, when we're mentoring somebody, and all of a sudden they get they get they get like a a light bulb moment, they get a level of awareness that helps them to truly understand who they are. They start to connect to their gifts. That's what drives me from the inside. Now, that's really kind of what helps me, and it's just you know. No judgment because we judge ourselves, right? I mean, again, to our listeners, take a moment and really think about the most challenging thing you've been through in the last three, six, nine months. And think about the self-talk that you did for yourself. How much did you judge yourself? How much did you berate yourself? How much did you... And that self-talk isn't healthy. Because what if there's no such thing as right or wrong or making a mistake? What if everything you went through is part of your journey to truly understand you? It's never what happens to you. It's how you respond to what happens to you that defines who you are. Because you can't always control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond. So, you know, reflecting on your personal experiences and going through and journaling about it and asking, how did I expand? What did I learn from it? Is really, is, 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 is really super powerful. You know, in this day and age, and actually we talked about it in last week's podcast, but another important part is finding your tribe finding like-minded people that you can share. Because again, I talked about wanting to belong earlier on. And sometimes we're looking for people that really truly understand us. But what if nobody can truly understand your unique journey, but there are people that are out there that can empathize, that can be a sounding board. And we talked again, we talked about it, but finding, finding like-minded people, and that may include mentorship, by the way, that may include, um, looking for people to guide you on this journey because the reason again as I was talking about earlier in this episode that we felt this this episode was perfectly timed is energetically the energy right now is intense 
And I talked about it, and I talk about it in 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 the monthly Akashi message. But it does feel like the energy is different. It does feel like, you know, we're still closing karmic cycles, and but the energy is still intense, and the energy is more intense right now because it's pushing people to be authentic. And that's why we felt this episode was perfectly timed. And, you know, we talk about our mentorship program. We love guiding people. So if something we say resonates, then reach out. We'd love to connect. And the other thing I think in terms of being authentic that we haven't talked about is self-expression and creation. And I talked about speaking your truth on whatever platform, and I, th I really do feel that's important. But speaking your truth in whatever space is really important. So again, challenge to our listeners, what area of your life are you not speaking your truth? What area of your life are you holding back? And, you know, when I say speak your truth, I'm not actually asking you to get annoyed, get angry, and kind of speak it from that. We should try and communicate with love, but we should speak our truth. Because when we speak our truth, it really does raise us. And, you know, I, if you follow me on social media, I'm trying to be more present there and I try and share more there. But it's not always natural to me. I have no issues coming on here and talking. I have actually no issues sharing what I feel inside. But when you ask me to think of things to share on social media every day, I'm like, I want to share authentically and I want to be from that space and I want to be more present. But sharing something every day doesn't feel naturally authentic, but I really, I want to show up. So I want to be that authentic self where I am showing up for people. So, you know, we're all on this journey of how we're going to express ourselves, how we're going to speak our truth. You know, what creativity are we going to show up in the world? It is a journey. But again, as, I, as we talk to our listeners, what's the one thing you can do today that shows that you're being authentic to you? What area can you speak your truth? How can you express yourself differently? How can you expect, accept you and fall in love with you? And how can you be creative so that you start to shine your light differently? How do you feel about that, Stace? Yeah, I think it's important. I think there's something else we need to mention too, and that is you've, you've got to have boundaries right? Because when you're trying to be in that space where you're living a life that feels right to you, I believe it's really important to establish boundaries in all of your relationships because without those boundaries, people are invading energetically on who you were innately created to be. And without those boundaries and saying, this is what I need, or this is what I don't need, or this is what I want, or this is what I don't want, if we're in that space where our boundaries aren't being respected, it's going to be even harder for us to show up. And those boundaries have to happen with us. They start with us. It starts with us saying, this is what I'm okay with and this is what I'm not. And sticking to that and having that those boundaries be respected by the people around us. So I just want to mention that because I feel there have been times in my life where I have let the needs and or expectations of others guide me. And when I have done that, it has always come back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> like it, it has been so challenging because if I'm doing what other people push me to do, or if I'm letting people overstep in my space, 
it impacts how I show up. Um, I don't, I, I'm going to share this here. Speaking of being vulnerable, um, I'm nervous to share it, but when I returned from the UK, having been with you and creating the manuscript for my book, I was so over the moon excited that I had been able to channel that manuscript and that I was going home with like the foundation of a book. And I got off the plane and I said to my husband, you know, I did it. Like I have a manuscript and I was aching to share it with him because it just felt like such a pivotal moment and something that I was, I felt so excited about. So I sat with him and I played him one of the, the audio ch chapters of the book. And it was like the most powerful part of the story, in my opinion, was the, the chapter called I Was Upstairs. And I played the recording for him, which was very vulnerable, right? Because I'm sharing and exposing what I went through. And though he went through that phase of time with me, our experiences were very different. And so I played him the chapter and I was on pins and needles because I'm being vulnerable. And when I got done the chapter, I looked at him and his exact words were, I don't know how you remember all of this and you talk too slow. And I just felt gutted. I was being open about a very intimate experience that I had in a spiritual exchange with my son, our son. And I was being so raw in recording it and being brave enough to tell the story. And now here I was being vulnerable and open and the person that was supposed to be my support and my biggest cheerleader was criticizing that part of me. And I share this because it's not always easy to be your authentic self. And when you are, it's not always going to be received in the way that you might expect it to or want it to. And so I don't want anybody to be listening to this and think, well, they make it sound so easy because it's not, it's not easy to make the decision to expose yourself for the world to see. It's not always easy to be true to yourself when others might not receive it in the way that you would hope they would. And yet I still publish a book. I didn't let his comments stop me. And here's the thing, friends. If I had listened to what he said and I had taken it to heart and I had um, kind of taken that as like universal judgment of my book, there wouldn't be a book right now. I would have just thrown in the towel and said, okay, if my husband doesn't understand, nobody's going to understand and I, I can't do this process. But there was something greater within me driving me 
that made me feel that I had to keep going. And in that, me being true to myself and following through in this raw and vulnerable um, telling of the tale of what happened in my life, I have been able to impact people globally, people like far away, like Australia, right? People in Canada, people in the US have read my book and have got something out of it. And so I just want to say, if you're in a space where you're being open and vulnerable about who you are and it's not being received well, maybe it's time not to reevaluate you and how you're showing up, but to reevaluate who you're letting into your space. Because I will tell you, though that I had that interaction with him, I've had way more interactions with people who have read the book who have said that was powerful and I gained something from you sharing your story. Am I doing it for that? Am I doing it for the accolades of people saying, good job, Stacey? No, I did it because I felt that it was being true to me. And my belief is that God didn't give this story of pain and transformation and healing to me for me to keep it to myself. And so me being true to my authentic self was me sharing my journey as openly as possible. Does it paint me in a good light? No. Okay. I talk about all kinds of stuff in this book, but it felt like it was something that I was being called to do. And in me being open and vulnerable, though there have been painful moments, there have been way more moments of me feeling aligned with my purpose. And I believe that when we are authentic, we are vulnerable, we're showing up, we're, we're actually taking steps to dial in on who we are. We're creating boundaries. When we're doing all of those things, we can live a life filled with purpose and intention. And that is the beauty of living in that space of authenticity. Love it. It's such a powerful share. And um, I, I remember actually sitting in this kitchen when you recorded your book and recording that chapter. And, and you're such an amazing storyteller. You kind of make people feel they're sitting right there with you. They're there. And it's just like when you were going to share that chapter, um, with your husband at the time, I was excited for you. I was like, oh my God, there's no way that he couldn't feel attached to that chapter because, I mean, it always invokes an emotion in anyone that hears it and does it with me for sure. And when you got that reaction, I I remember how how it kind of impacted you, but also I was proud of you that that wasn't going to stop you. It was, it was a, it's a beautiful example of being authentic. And, um, you know, as we get ready to close this episode, I guess... You know, if I was to summarize a little bit, but creating boundaries, I agree, is so important. And, um, you know, we talk, I talk a lot about, you know, this period being an, an end of lots of endings of comic cycles and we're being pushed to really kind of, so challenging yourself about the relationships in your life and are they nurturing you? Are they helping you grow? Are they supporting you? Or are they keeping you small? Is a really important conversation right now. So, Again, I challenge the listener to really think about what boundaries are you creating? Who are the people in your life that are they helping you thrive? And are you manifesting the right people? And, you know, just as I summarize, being authentic to you is really about you speaking your truth. It's about embracing who you are, putting you at the center of your world. You know, really 
understanding that what other people think of you is none of your business. Knowing that, sure, people may judge you, they may speak up and the rest of it, but understand when they do that, actually they have stuff going on and that's that's on them, not on you. If you're being authentic and coming from a place of love and speaking your truth, standing in your power and accepting that you're a unique journey. And the more that you can embrace your journey and truly embrace who you are and love yourself for who you are, the more that you're being authentic and can shine your light beautifully. Because for so long, for so many of us, we were playing small because of the people around us and maybe because we were looking for love in whatever way. But now it's time for you to truly accept who you are and know that you're work in progress. Of course you are. We all are. But be your authentic self. Speak your truth. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you in terms of areas where you're being authentic. What are you changing? What are the one thing? What's the one thing that you can do today to be authentic? We'd love to hear from you. Reach out, DM us, et cetera, email us. We love receiving all the messages that we do. And we love this podcast and we love sharing with you. So Stace, as we were getting ready to close out this podcast, you know, I always ask you for a summary and any general prompts that we can share with our listeners. So what general prompts and what do you want to share as we close out this episode? So I would say um, the question to ask yourself in your journaling is, um, am I living authentically? And if the answer is no, what needs to change in order for you to show up as the truest version of yourself? Is it about support? Is it about changing your orbit? What, what is it that you need to do to live authentically? And then the last question that I want you to think about is if you're living authentically, how can you show up and help others do the same? Great place to start. Great conversation today. Love this podcast. So deeply grateful for our listeners that tune in every week faithfully and in a deep state of gratitude for all the messages that we get. So many people talk about how this podcast has impacted them. And I just feel really blessed to be able to get to experience um, the process of recording these episodes and the insight that it gives me into being more true to myself every single day. So thanks, Nims. Thank you, Stace. Um, powerful points. And actually, while I think about it as we close out this podcast, if there is any topic you'd like us to cover, if there is anything you'd like us to delve deeper into, or any feedback you have on any of the podcasts and our approach or the topics, please do reach out to us, especially if there's a topic you want us to cover, because you know, some of these topics that we cover are suggested by by our listeners. Um, and we always love getting that feedback. So if there is something, reach out. Um, I love the space. It really does feel um, it's an opportunity that where we get to share whatever truth we have in us. Um, I also feel like some of the information actually doesn't come from us. It comes from a different place and we're the outlet that gets to share it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sending love, so much love and light out to our listeners. And I really do appreciate you and Bye for now, and we'll see you very, very soon. Stace, I'm going to hand it back over to you to do a final close. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.